1: So I'm over on Amazon, actually right now, and I'm putting the words into the search bar at the top, Harris Rules, and up comes our beautiful new teal book, which is available for sale in about a month. Get your book ordered right away. The um, publisher has already warned us that they think that the first round of books have already sold out from pre-sell, um, which is fantastic. So please order your book. Go to um, Amazon.com and pre-order your book. Otherwise, you might have to wait another 60 to 90 days to receive your new copy of Harris Rules. Julie, you should be live.
2: Yes, I believe I am. Yes,
1: you are. Are That's with me. And so the new Harris Rules, Julie and I received a box of 20 of them the other day. And I have to say, the new book is fantastic. So hats off to you, my love, for doing such a kick-ass job with your – with your troop of very much publishers and copy editors <laughs> and proofreaders. I'll <laughs>
2: tell you what, they're serious over there. That's how you know you've got I a real know. publisher. Reverse accountability yeah. to the coach. That's very, was, uh, I have, I have to say,
1: I have enjoyed, <laughs> from an arm's length distance, watching you put the book together. So Julie and I come up with the format of the content together. So we'll come up with virtually everything that you read is something that Julie and I literally – you know, mind melded to borrow from Star Trek mm-hmm. to uh, create. And some of the content is original that Julie came up with, others of it is editor suggestions and whatnot. But at the end of the day, that by itself is nothing compared to the amount of work it takes to actually make the book into something that's really, you know, an incredibly high level. And it was interesting to me. To watch Julie whose uh job is to hold other people accountable to doing what they don't want to do and they don't want to do it at the highest level, to be held mm-hmm. to even higher standards though she's used to holding herself to when it comes to getting the book done. So yes, Julie, it was quite fantastic. And the new so book watching is you twice. Squirm. As, yeah, well, I mean seriously, watching you squirm but and but also to your credit though, as you're going through the book and as the what did you have, three editors who are constantly giving you feedback yeah. And watching you learn mm-hmm. from it. I mean not just learn gram uh, you know, grammatical grammatical things and you know, things like that, but also how to formulate sure. and postulate thinking and thoughts and how to present material which is which was really mm-hmm. fantastic. And here was here's a really neat part. One of Julie's editors and Julie didn't know this, was actually one of her favorite authors. So uh, one of her favorite authors actually yeah. worked for the uh, the publisher that we've signed with, and she was assigned without really knowing it to this lady in particular that Julie had been uh, reading her content, her articles and her books, to get ideas on how to basically become a better writer herself. And then it turns out that that lady was, in essence, Julie, one of Julie's bosses over at this publisher. So she anyway, more awesome. of the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when, you know one of the other
2: editors was uh Ryan Holiday's editor?
1: I don't know if you Oh was that. That's right, you told me that. Yeah, yeah.
2: no pressure, right?
1: No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> but I
2: I really was in good hands and even though you know, I I guess I part of me hopes that our coaching clients feel this way about us, but even though it was somewhat some days a torturesome process because man, are they detailed, you know? I mean, I think there was even an editor for the index. I didn't even expect to have an index, right? It was. So, Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. So they were extremely detailed and extremely professional. And some days were a little bit more of a grind, doing what I didn't want to do when I didn't want to do it at a high level or learning how to do it at a high level from a writing perspective. But I also am very appreciative of that process and learning, you know, it's one thing to self publish and that's all great and we've we've done some of that in the past. It's another thing to have people who do this for a living to keep that train on the tracks and to hit those deadlines and to clean up your act and you know to to learn how to do that so I really feel like I was in good hands and uh I'm grateful yeah. to them for that, so hopefully they can uh all these guys can order it and know what we're talking about and yes, it is it's two or three times as big. I was actually Surprised, and no, it's not in 24 point font to make it big. It is normal <laughs> font. That's right. <laughs> okay, I didn't do that. Well, but I mean, had that thought now and
1: then. <laughs> so what I think the conclusion that Julie and I came to, as far as the Harris Rules concept for a book, we're not we're done with it. So whatever we write next is not going to have anything to do with like the the current the, that green book, the teal book. That's it. There's not going to be another revision of it. There's not going to be another version of it. Um, you know, if, if we didn't, if there's more thoughts and thinking, and uh, there won't be though. Truthfully, Julie and I, have, in our minds, with regards to our coaching system, all it always requires tweaking and making better and improving and all the rest of it. When you guys enroll as one of our coaching clients, you're getting a complete A to Z system. It's not just scripts, and it's not. It's literally in a complete business system. But really, when we're designing it. We're design, we, we design Premier Coaching so that, in essence, it is a operations manual for your entire life, really, not just your business. And that's what it is. And sometimes we get calls from – I had a call yesterday with a lady who was um, – her name was Monica, who was basically saying – she was a podcast listener. She's probably listening right now. Actually, I promised to make fun of Monica, so I'll do that in a second. So, well, Monica, I know you're listening. In- I didn't forget. <laughs> no, I'm going to make fun of her, and I didn't tell you about this. So it was a really good reason. All right. So anyway, she said she was involved in an, a competitor's coaching company, paying $500 a month or something, and she didn't know what she got. She didn't know what this there was because there was no system. So she essentially enrolled with a coaching program without knowing what she was getting. And then when she enrolled, there was nothing to get. It was basically a call with somebody who – it was just an idea fest. Oh, you're going to buy leads. Oh, so you're going to work on this. You're going to work on the other thing. There was no. It was not a skills-based or even a business-based approach to helping a real estate practitioner build their business. To which I told her, and this is what I tell all of you, if you guys have bought a coaching program or a product without knowing what the hell you were getting, and it didn't work out to be what you expected it to get, it's your fault for not having asked better questions. That's the reason that we created the website, CompareACoach.com, and you can pop over there, and you can actually have the questions answered that you should be asking prior to even considering hiring a coach. So there's that. But here's the part that I told her I was going to make fun of her about. So I was telling her about Premier Coaching. She had a lot of great questions. Very smart lady. And it turns out, this is the punchline. That she was a Marine, a retired Marine who'd served in Iraq in the first Gulf War, and then she'd served in Afghanistan. So she would, and she, was, she told me. I asked her if she was, four, you know, if she was in combat. She wasn't, but she was in the combat zone. So I want you guys all in your minds to think about that. A Marine who served essentially two tours in a foreign country. So this lady has to be a badass, right? Can we all agree to that to some extent? She has a high level of badass, okay? All right, now here's the funny part that I told her I'd make fun of her about on the podcast. I was talking to her about what she didn't want to do and she didn't want to do at the highest level before I knew that she had been a Marine in this military background. Like, I didn't know that about her until after I had this conversation because all she had been doing is buying leads. And she'd been buying leads at an enormous expense. Like, her, she had earned a dollar. She was keeping, like, 20 cents because her commission split with her broker was terrible. She was part of a team, and she was splitting with the, that team. That was terrible. And then she was buying leads. That was terrible. So she'd made all these terrible business decisions, and I asked her why. I asked her what she was trying to avoid, and what she was trying to avoid, and this was the funny part, was picking up the phone. So here's this lady who is an absolute, has to be badass, who is being an absolute conflict. Right, I know, that's what I said, that was the part that I thought was just, <laughs> right. I literally started to laugh at her, because this is a lady who had been in a combat zone, and then I started making her laugh, and I said, so you're worried about calling somebody and having some stranger say something that might hurt your feelings over a, fo- over a phone call, worst case scenario that happens, and she said yes, and she was sincere, I said, but hold on, you have been in the combat zone with your, you know, your rifle slung over your shoulder, Having bullets and explosions go off not so distant from where you were, and that scared you less? And she said, yes. But here was the reason that scared her less. And this is the reason I want all of you to pay very close attention to what I'm about to tell you. Because when she was a Marine, she was following a system. When she was a Marine, she had uh, rules and regulations around her. Like I asked her, when she was a Marine and she was uh, told to say something and she was told how to say it and what, you know exactly what to do, I asked her if she did a variation of it. I asked her if she basically, when she was a Marine, what would happen to her if she was told to say something in a particular you know on the job type situation and she didn't do it she started to laugh she said that never even i would never even consider that happening because as a Marine, you do what you're told to do because you know you're part of a greater system. And then I said, well, what's going on now? Why are you doing all these dumb things in your real estate business to which she agreed were dumb things? And she said because she has no system. Because, and then we started to discuss how the fact that real estate uh, practitioners, agents, for the most part, have no system, have never have a system, don't know what a system is if it bit them in the butt. And then I asked her how much better off she would be if she had a system that she knew she could govern her life by, her days by. A way that she could balance in terms of whether or not she was productive that day or not productive that day. Helping her define where her highest and best use of her time is. You know, like a real freaking business. Like she experienced when she was a Marine and she totally got it. And that's what premier coaching is. So premier coaching is the discipline that her heart and her mind wanted because now she'll know exactly how she can win and exactly how she'll lose and what exactly she has to be doing when she's, quote, unquote, at work versus when she's not. That's what most of you lack. And now she had the benefit of having been a badass marine, and so she knew what it meant to have a really great system around here to support her, and how much more she get got done when she was a marine versus now she knew because she had that benchmark the advantage she has is having had that experience she knew she knows she performs at a higher level when in that environment, all of us do. All of us exceed. At, this is the reason that, generally speaking, franchises succeed at a higher level than, say, for example, a real estate practi- practitioner who has no system. This is the reason that, you know, in, a, in essence, when you have a, when you're working within a proven system, the higher there's a higher probability of you succeeding, provided you follow that proven system. And guess what? She joined Premier Coaching because obviously that will work for her because it's worked for her in the past. Many of you have never been involved in a system like that before, be it the military or be it maybe a really professional job. Many of you don't have that background, so you don't know what I'm talking about. So this will be the first – maybe in some ways you have been rewarded in the past professionally for your lack of – Drilled down in this. Maybe you're a creative type, and you think that's what real estate's all about. May, you know, you guys get my point. So you could have been reinforced in the wrong direction, and you might still think that that's maybe the, your, your way forward. And I listen to what your coach, or maybe where your future coaches are telling you right now. If your goal in life is to help other people, which by the way, at the essence of it, that is your professional goal is to be of service to other people. And if your goal is as a result of helping enough other people accomplish their goals for you to experience libertas or freedom – Okay. If those are your two goals, you want to have financial freedom. You can define that as being rich where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your, your money. And you accept the fact that there's a direct correlation between the number of people you help accomplish their goals and the number of goals in your own personal life. You will be allowed to uh, essentially, essentially enjoy yourself. Okay. If you accept those two truisms, and they are truisms, then the only way forward for you, honestly, is to make that path as short as possible. That is not about you discovering your own path. That is a waste of time. That is not about you trying to create some sort of creative outlet in your real estate business. That is a waste of time. And that is also necessary. You have to research all paths yourself first. Now, again, if we're being honest, many of you have been suckered into the whole team thing. And this has been a plague in our industry for a long time. Julie and I talk about this in our book. We talk about this in our podcast. Many of you listening right now are thinking that your Shangri-La, your way forward is forming a, a big team. You have not done enough homework to know what's on the other side of that once you accomplish that goal, assuming you do. You have a big team. You have a big army. You have lots of overhead. Have you stopped to calculate what your net profit will be from having formed a big team? No, you haven't because no one's told you to do that. No one's encouraged you to think like a business person. If you knew, knew that your net profit from forming a big team takes you years to do it, takes you more work, trials and tribulations than you possibly can imagine, if on the other side of that was a profit margin of less than 10%, in some cases, most cases, less than 7%, before you pay your personal taxes, would you still want to do it? No, you wouldn't because it wouldn't make any sense because you can get to a financial state where you personally have more income, where you personally have more net positive cash flow that you then can reinvest into other things to produce passive income. You can get there faster. 99% of you can do that with maybe one or two assistance forms. But my point is, is so many of you don't have the background like she did to know that it's that disciplined environment that produces the best results for her. And number two, so many of you have followed these primrose paths without having taken the opportunity to stop yourself and really diagnose as to whether or not this makes sense or if it's, if it's in alignment with your goal. You did not get into this business originally for ego. You did not get in this business originally to be famous. You did not get in this business originally for a lot of the things that have a co-opt your own potentiality. I want you to think about what I'm saying. I do not want you to be one of these coaching clients that Julie and I are on the phone with you know, in the future who said, I heard you say that then, and I should have listened, because I'm getting a little bit tired of those types of coaching calls, to be honest with you. Because you'll piss away years. And it's not just you that suffers. It's your family that suffers, too. It's, it's all the other things you could have been doing with your life, but you decided, okay, what Tim and Julia make, say are making sense, but I don't really like what they're saying, because I don't like being told that I have to do what I don't want to do, and I don't want to do it at the highest level. I don't want to hear that, so I'm going to go buy leads. Okay, here, let's talk about this. This was on Inman this morning. We talked about this last year and the year before. Of course, in uh, Zillow, who a lot of you guys, newer agents, you think that's normal to buy buyer leads. Well, They announced today, and as Julie and I predicted they would two years ago on this podcast, that they are going to start referring the buyer leads to you guys. For as they say, they haven't announced what their referral prices, but I'll tell you, 35 to 40 percent. They're going to start referring you buyer leads for 35 or 40 percent. Now, some of you have never learned how to lead generate yourself will think that well that's an okay thing to do. No, that's a stupid thing to do because buyer leads are free once you learn how to be a listing agent. So there's all these ways of thinking that have absolutely come at the cost of you as an individual practitioner, as you as an individual agent. You don't know yet because you have not gathered enough information to know what the cost of not ever learning how to generate your own leads is going to be or has been on your life and your business. You'll never be free. You're never going to have any kind of financial independence as long as you basically stay on that path of being dependent. And that's, this actually leads perfectly to our topic today. Our topic of the podcast today is, do you really think you have what it takes to be rich? So Julie, how about that for a perfect handoff to you?
2: Well, uh, Good. Okay. I like it. <clears throat> so do you think that you have what it takes? This is an introspective part of the call, and it will probably be a two- or three-part series, but that's okay. So take some notes and really think about this. Point number one, do you lack understanding Or do you understand but have not accepted that your business exists to create profit? Are you clear that profit is your product, not customer service, consulting, matchmaking? No, it's profit. So how would you know? Ask yourself some more questions. This is all part of point number one having to do with profit. Do you know your cost per transaction? That's a brand new thought for some of our listeners. I should know the cost per transaction. Hmm, That would be good. Cost per lead. Do you do a monthly profit and loss statement? Some agents don't even really know their true commission split. I always love asking agents what their split is and they'll they'll say it's like, you know, eighty five percent or seventy eight percent, whatever. And like ten minutes later they'll say, but that's after like the eight percent off the top, and then there's an office fee and a desk fee. Like they don't even really know what comes off the top. That's just to start. That's just talking about broker stuff. I'm not even talking yet about you know, cost per lead. Are you buying your leads? As as Tim said, there's all kinds of people who want to take your money for that. If you're doing it, how much are you actually spending? Okay. Do you do a monthly profit and loss statement? Are you coming to terms with it? Some of you guys are really good with this. I got an agent I'm coaching in Austin. She has the most rocking PML, freaking ever. Her costs are so low, it's not even funny. Okay. And now, I know who you're talking about. She knows about, how. Yeah. yeah. I, it's like the I know what you're seen. talking
1: about, and she gets a lot of her business yeah. from actually being a proactive lead generator. That's where yeah. – and, you know, Julie, you said how much is your cost per lead? I would add another question to that, or if you're buying leads, mm-hmm. why are you buying leads? Why are you actually doing mm-hmm. it? What What is the actual reason why you're buying leads? Don't say because you need leads. Go deeper than that. Drill down. What are the reasons why you're buying leads? Is it because you think that you, uh, your time is better spent doing something else other than knowing how to lead generate? No, that's bullshit. It's because you don't know how to. That's the truth. That's the doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level part, Ms. Harris.
2: Yeah, well, that is absolutely the truth. So we've got, related to this, point number two, not knowing your numbers cold, now, if you don't know your financial picture, you won't be able to improve it. What numbers must you know? Now, you can refer to the Real Estate Treasure Map and our updated Harris Rules book, which you can pre-order. But you know, the Real Estate Treasure Map is easy to get, and if you're already um, you know, a Premier Coaching member, you've got that. Numbers to know. This is stuff that some of you hide out from, or maybe nobody's just ever asked you about this. Your personal financial requirements monthly, just to survive. This is keeping your lights on, gas in your car, groceries in the fridge, um, you know, basic stuff, insurance, house payment or rent payment, car payments, all that kind of stuff. This is survival money. What is that amount? If you have a contributing factor like a spouse or significant other, or maybe you have rental property that helps pay some of your bills, you've got to do your math based on that. If if somebody else is covering you, what is your part of that contribution? Some of our coaching clients, their spouse covers their basic bills, and then their money covers things like um, paying for everything in life they want to do that's fun. depends on how you're set up, but you still have to know what the number is. Personal financial requirements to thrive. Now, here's an interesting fact, and I've done this math. You've done this math literally thousands of times, and it always comes out the same. The when you you do your goals in five areas of life, so this is the fun part, stuff that you want to pay off, really great vacations where you're not flying on Yak Air, you're flying like first class and spending a week in Paris kind of vacations, Um, all of the great stuff you guys come up with. Generally, it does not take a million or two more in order for you to have the lifestyle of your dreams. It is almost always, I've always found this curious, it's almost always three times what your survival number is. So if it takes you $5,000 a month to live on, it'll take $15,000 for you to not just get ahead, but to create the lifestyle of your dreams. It's not going from $5,000 a month to having $50,000 a month. It's usually just a three times multiple. Maybe four if you're in a really expensive market, you know, give or take. Maybe your numbers are a little bit different if you've got five kids all in private schools. But the point is the same you don't have to generally you know quintuple your business. It's usually times three. So then the total number of active listings it takes to create enough closings for you to meet or exceed your financial goals. okay These are your fun goals, not just keeping the lights on because you can do that getting a job at Starbucks. okay? So your magic number is the number of active listings it takes to meet or exceed the requirements of your goals. So uh, one of our newer coaching clients who lives in the Space Coast of Florida, and I'm pretty sure he's listening right now, uh, you know, his magic number is 20. And I believe him when he says, I will get to 20 no matter what. Absolutely on the path to 20. We've got a listener who is in L.A. He's uh, His name is um, Federico, okay? In L.A., for his numbers, he needs four actives at all times, I believe i am thinking of Chris in Chicago. They sound the same to me. But the point is, depending on your average sale price, okay, they compete with each other, you know, they're buddies with each other. And I think maybe both of them are four. So they post on the Facebook page, all right, I'm on number three of four. But here's, the, here's why I bring all these guys up. They actually know. They know. So Lee in Florida, he knows his number is 20. Federico and Chris, they know their number is four. Not knowing your number makes it pretty much impossible to achieve what you need to achieve in life. Okay, other numbers for you to know. Debt that you've got to pay off. How much do you actually owe? Be honest. Student loans, credit card debt, past IRS sins, whatever you want to call the debt, you've got to have a dollar figure. Savings you must create. Okay, so minimum, minimum standard 90 days of your basic survival money. So if it takes you five grand, you've got to have $15,000 socked away in real savings not commingling with what you're going to send in for taxes, okay? Ideally, once you've got that, you go to six months of of reserves, then you go to a year of reserves. One of our coaching clients has 17 years of reserves. Think how great you'd feel if you knew you had 17 years' worth of your basic income socked away for a rainy day. And then, of course, tax liabilities. So these are all numbers that you've got to get clear on and not hide out from. So in the treasure map and part of Harris Rules as well, it helps you drill down on all this. And sometimes this can be kind of uncomfortable, but most of the time it's not as bad as your subconscious has made it out to be. I, I mean, we've had tons of coaching clients that, that have said, you know what, I can do this now that I know what the goal is. And that's,
1: and you think, mentioned,
2: freeing. You mentioned the
1: treasure map, right? You mentioned the treasure map. So if they mm-hmm. want to receive a free copy of the real estate treasure map. Free. Free. <laughs> Right? All they have to do is text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. Text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S to 31996 and they'll get a copy of the real estate treasure map and they'll also be offered to speak with one of our new member coaches about premier coaching but also in the meantime just on that coaching call with that new member coach they're going to walk through their 12-month lead generation plan so today i believe we have eight spots still available for those of you who would like to schedule a free coaching call just go just like i said just text the word harris to 31996 You can also go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com if you'd like. But texting is quicker. You'll get the books quicker, and uh, someone will call you right back and get your coaching call scheduled, or you can just do it yourself right there on the website. So text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. Julie?
2: Yes, so I'll do one more, and then I have to go to my premier coaching clients in just a few minutes. Yes, so point number three, mistake. You know, We're talking about building wealth creation. What are the things that keep you from that? Point number three, not paying yourself first. If you only save when there's something left, you're running things backwards. Then you're not paying yourself first if you do that. Minimum standard, 10% off of every check to yourself and 20% to taxes. These are separate accounts. So that top 30% combined should never be in your cash flow. If you can't pay your bills on what's left, how will you ever get ahead? You've got to lower your costs and increase your income to create profit, most of you guys, it's run totally backwards. You pay, you know, there I say it, places like Zillow, for example, first, and then if there's anything left, then maybe you'll save it. Some of you only save when you've got both sides of the transaction. So there's like the lucky transaction money, I call it. Some of you are praying to the real estate gods that they will just anoint you with some really ginormous listing that sells right away, and you'll save that money. That is not a business plan praying to the real estate gods and rolling the dice, not a plan. That's what real estate hacks do. That's, that's if, then that's fine. If you're, if you're a hobbyist, I shouldn't have said hack, maybe, you know, if you're part time and you know, (laughs) but there are people out there that this is their Disneyland money and that's okay. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about people who are claiming that they are full-time real estate professionals supporting their goals and their family. That's Okay. So, you know, there's a difference, but if you're not paying yourself first, there's no way. I've never, well, okay, maybe, maybe two or three of our clients, and you and I can probably name all three of them, in literally thousands of coaching clients we've had over the years, maybe three have savings of any other way than doing it this way, 10% off the top, and all three of them either inherited a real estate practice or I, you've got a client in the Northeast that comes from a different world of uh, stock market. Okay, so he made I've had quite a few clients.
1: I've had quite a few. I've had quite a few clients, yeah. personal clients, elite clients that uh, came to us as multimillionaires. I had two yeah. that but, were. And this is their second go around. Yeah, this is, but this is like they have. I mean, I currently have two that have a net worth of over twenty million dollars that was not earned yep. selling real estate. They had it from other careers, um, but mm-hmm. they sell real estate because the twenty million dollars is basically not wanting to be touched. It just stays there, and they use it as investment money to, you know. So that's it. Just exactly what Julie's talking about. It's essentially what she's talking about, just on a much much larger scale. So listen, guys. That's actually that's a good segue, Julie. I know you have to go to premiere, but this is proof that what we're doing, what we're teaching, what we're coaching you guys to do, works in all price ranges and all market segments. This, you know, look, we have lots of new coaching clients, new agents who are coaching clients, and that's exciting. That's fun because it gives us an opportunity to help you guys get it right the first time so you don't have to waste years trying to figure it out or doing the normal stuff that agents do that results in them basically having massive credit card bills and no real profit. You know, Agents who think that you're going to you know, sacrifice for year after year and you're going to not make any profit in your business and then on year five or six you're going to start making all this profit, those are the ones that go broke first. Those of you who have basically been trying all these different things, you know, all these little gimmicky ideas that everyone's been selling, especially in the last 10 or 12 years, and you're now, you've now accepted the fact or you're starting to accept the fact that none of those things really worked. They all sort of worked occasionally, but for the most part, they were mostly an enormous waste of uh, money. Those of you who have experienced all that, I want you to stop blaming yourself. For having those those ideas been bad ideas, stop blaming yourself that your team didn't work out. Stop blaming yourself that the branding campaign didn't work out. Stop blaming yourself that the social networking campaign that you were, you know someone swore to you that would work didn't work. Stop blaming yourself for basically all the dumb things that you've done because you've trusted other people with your future. You here's the reason I don't want you to feel bad about it anymore. Because I know all of you have sins like that, but the reality of it is is you had to have those experiences before you were receptive, ready to hear the truth. How about that? So you had to, unfortunately, some of you. Now, not all of you have to do it. Some of you basically don't want to go through the gauntlet of bullshit. Some of you don't want to go through the trials and tribulations of realizing what Julie and I are telling you is the truth. You don't want to buy leads and you know follow all these false promises. You want to just get it right the first time so you can get on with life, make money, take care of your family, do what a smart business person would do. Hats off to you. But for the rest of you, maybe you are path required that you go through that before you'd be receptive to what you're hearing now and what you're going to read in Harris Rules on Amazon. Maybe that's what it was going to take. And for that reason, I want you to forgive yourself for not having those things worked out like they were promised you that they would work out in the past. I want you to allow that, just let it go, say it was part of my journey, and then Open your mind up to the fact that it's not going to be something you're going to do again. You're going to stop looking for shortcuts. You're going to stop looking for easy buttons. You're going to, when anybody tells you, you don't have to proactively generate. When anybody tells you, you don't have to actually learn how to be a fantastic salesperson. The best version of you as a salesperson. When anyone tells you that you have to be passionate to be successful, when anyone tells you all this crap, I hope at this point, You have the courage, even though every single soul around you is going to be loving those sorts of messages because it's going to mean that they don't have to do what they don't want to do and they don't want to do it at the highest level. I want you to give yourself permission to say, you know what, even though the herd is all following that particular path, even though my whole office is following that particular path, I'm going to have the courage to actually take the time to know what it's like to be a forward-deployed Marine and serve two tours in Iraq and the other in Afghanistan. I'm going to know what it's like to be confident and not be scared when I'm in a combat environment like Monica was. Are you listening to me, listeners? Are you understanding what I'm saying? You're going to have to earn that, though. That shit does not come easy. You're going to have to put in the time. You're going to have to put in the suffering. You're going to have to do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level. And if you're not willing to... You're just going to experience more of what you've been experiencing. And some of you, as Julie said, that's fine. That's the decision you're going to make. It's our job not to try to appeal to the tens of thousands of you that inevitably will listen to this podcast. Not, I, there's no way all of you are going to accept what we're saying. But I know that a handful of you will, thousands of you will. I know you will. I know you're going to be very appreciative of the fact of what we're telling you and how we're telling it to you. Not all of you will. Most of you will. Most of you will somewhere fall in the middle. That's okay. We're going to keep saying it, even if we're the only ones saying it, because it's the right thing to do. It's the honest thing to do. I want you guys to reach out to us if you need any specialized help. If you want to email me directly, it's tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. Just feel free to email us any questions, suggestions. We definitely use your uh, feedback. We definitely appreciate whatever contributions you have. Don't think you're point or your question is too basic don't be embarrassed by your question because sometimes and julie and i are the only ones that check our own email we used to have assistance to it but we do it ourselves anymore so when we get a question and we've know we've answered the question thoroughly on a previous podcast we're going to send you a link to the podcast to listen to it so let us help you get on this right path faster the still early days in this year But you'd be shocked if you actually considered how many months actually a productive effort you have or time you have left this year. Do not waste another day. Do not spend any more time looking for shortcuts. Seriously consider the journey that, you know, Julie and I have proposed to you because it's the one that's going to be the hardest. It's the one that might take a little bit longer, but it's the one that's actually going to get you to where you want to go, get you to where you want to go to the point where you're confident that you can do it again and again and again. That is what our mission is. If you need us for anything, it's Tim at com or Julie at com.
0: This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows, and until next time... Thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.